0: Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Welcome here. Also, join us at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministry on Facebook for more free grace teaching. Right here, though, we're talking about no one is right with God. No, not even one. Where does this come from? Well, this is our fourth part, and we're doing a series on, uh, on this topic. Romans 3.10 tells us no one is righteous, no, not even one. The Apostle Paul is referring to our spiritual condition before Christ. Yes, God loves everybody unconditionally, but not everybody's right with God. It's only by grace through faith in Jesus Christ are we made right at our conversion. Okay, and so that's why it's important to understand um, what spiritual growth is. Spiritual growth, you know, I went to an early, uh went to uh ordained ministry class and I uh, went there for a few years. It was like seminary, but it was had another name for it. I won't mention the name, but it was biblical training for for teaching and for counseling. And so that's what Mary, my desire was, my desire and still is to teach and counsel. But uh, early on, that's what I did. And, uh, you know, there was the topic on spiritual growth now this is what we used to think spiritual growth was we used to think spiritual growth was learning more learning more about jesus you know the more you learn the easier it is to lose the simplicity of christ doing more we used to think doing more spiritual activity you know avoid secularism and world worldly temptations and and do more Bible studies and spend more time with the church, listening more, you know, in your devotion time. Pray more. Gaining more. You know, spiritual growth is not about doing anything. It's not about listening to more worship music. We used to think it was about reading spiritual books you know, if you just read some good spiritual books and you get into the worship and start listening to just Christian music, you'll grow in Christ. You'll you'll grow spiritually. Well, of course that's not the truth. Growing spiritually, folks, or spiritual growth under grace is really just receiving the revelation of what we've always possessed in Christ. That's right. It's getting the revelation of what we, what we have always had in Christ. Look, if you're complete through your union with Christ, can I add anything to you? Of course not. So if I pull out a scripture that says you're complete through your union with Christ, and that applies to you because you're in Christ, do you lack anything? No. You just need the revelation of that. And so that's what the Apostle Paul is referring to when he speaks in Colossians 2.10. He says, you're complete. No, You don't lack a thing. And so spiritual growth is just gaining that revelation. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what happens to us at our conversion when we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. At the moment of our conversion, we were made right with God. Okay? Now, at the moment of conversion for an unbeliever they're made right with God as well. In fact, Romans 3.30 tells us there is only one God. When those who are circumcised believe in him, he makes them right with himself. When those who are not circumcised believe in him, he also makes them right with himself. So what he's referring to is, is sinners, you know, not us in Christ. He's saying if you're in Christ, you're you're a child of god you're already right with god you it happened at conversion but when an unbeliever someone in adam a sinner goes from unbelief to belief in jesus christ they're made right with god at that moment you see he makes them right with himself it's not a big to-do list it's not a lot of things you know we have to do So believers in Christ were made right with God at the moment of conversion, and unbelievers, when they actively respond to Jesus Christ by grace through faith, are they made right with God as well. So when we think about unconditional love, what do you think about? Well, we think about loving someone even when they're unkind, even when they're unworthy. Okay. And so unconditional love is something we all crave, something we all want to give out to, to others. But remember that unconditional love is only found in Christ and acceptance. That's why we read in Romans eight thirty nine that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ. So the love of God is the love of Christ that he has for us. That's unconditional love in us. Also, we are accepted in the Beloved, Ephesians 1.6. And so what that means is in the person of Christ, he accepts us. These are spiritual needs, folks. The need for unconditional love and acceptance are spiritual, and we receive those by grace through faith at our conversion. And so this is not something we can pull from self-reliance. See, it's a spiritual need, so it's going to have to come from the Spirit of God. Grace is not a maintenance program. Okay? We don't have to, you know, earn or deserve this. We don't have to do anything to try to earn it or deserve it. Remember, the lost. When I, when I speak of the lost, I'm talking about those who Jesus referred to this way. He said, "the the world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. And so... We're, we're talking about those who hunger and thirst, meaning they don't have these needs met, these spiritual needs met, because they're only met in Christ. Look, if you're rejecting Jesus Christ, you're rejecting spiritual needs that are met in him. Okay? So the lost will always be, they'll never be satisfied. They'll always be hungry and thirsty. And what that means is needy. We'll always be needy if we're in Adam, we're sinners. Okay, But if we're in Christ, we're satisfied. Matthew 5, 6, that's what Jesus is referring to here when he says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Remember Solomon in the Old Covenant? Solomon was the one who wrote the book of Proverbs. He was the man full of wisdom. Okay, so Solomon, he denied himself nothing. And this is spoken in Ecclesiastes chapter 2. If we take a look at Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, we're going to see kind of a little glimpse. We're going to get a little glimpse of his journey here on the earth and the results of him pulling in everything that his eyes desired. He said to himself, "'Come now, I will test you with pleasure "'to find out what is good. "'But that also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is madness.' And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself up with wine and embracing folly. My mind still guided me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was good for people to do under the heavens during the few days of their lives. I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees, I bought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amazed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired male and female singers and a harem as well. The delights of man's heart. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my labor. And this is what the reward for all my toil was. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind nothing was gained under the sun. So what, what is the teaching here? How does this teach us? Well, Solomon denied himself nothing. You see, we can go out and live self-reliant lives and try to pull in everything this world has to offer for satisfaction, but it's meaningless. It doesn't fill that spiritual void that we have before Christ. It's only by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, is that truly satisfied? Okay, remember, God's righteousness is what we're referring to. The word righteous in the, in the Bible, in the Greek language, is dikaios and it means to be right with God. God's righteousness is found in Christ by grace through faith, and it provides satisfaction 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're complete. We have everything we need for life and godliness. And so be encouraged. No one is right with God. No, not even one. It's only by grace through faith in Jesus Christ are we made right with God. And at that point, at the moment of our conversion, when we're made right with God, it just gets better from there. And what we need is the revelation of what we've always had. That's spiritual growth. God bless.